and welcome to the Especially on Tuesday podcast. My name is Kathy Rouse and I'm the founder of The Humaning Project, where we are all about and here for the love of thinking, where we can process real life in real time through the words that we use. Uh, this space and place uh, is all about building our library, our uh, bureau, our Whatever you, I love the word bureau, by the way. It's a repository where you um, put things and store things that you can later pull out as a reference. I've worked in at least one bureau in my lifetime. Uh, or uh, I won't go down that path. Anywho, um, this is a place where we're building up example after example of real life in real time and how uh, the, the awareness and the thinking around it, uh, specifically through my mind's eye, because that's the thing that I am most expert on. Uh, this is coming from a place and space where I have a natural want, need and tendency to think a lot. I love thinking. So if somebody said, okay, you've got a week to yourself, what do you want to do? Put me in an open space, near water, near trees, where I can manage the sound levels. And I will just give me paper and pen uh, or pencil, uh, as well as a spinning wheel, a loom and some fibre. And I will just think, just think. And that's my happy place, thinking, taking, uh, picking up something that comes to front of mind and taking it into a place of pleasure or playing with a pain point and working out um, what I can do with what I know and grow. I love thinking and I don't think that there is a enough love of thinking uh, because we often bring to mind when we think about thinking when it's not working or that it is uh, something that happens at three o'clock in the morning when we finally turn everything else off and the mind goes, okay, now it's my turn. Uh, and so by doing this and having these conversations and bringing in a love and hopefully inspiring a love of thinking, then you can prioritize and position thinking across your day in pockets uh, of ponders so that you can rest when you need and want to rest and naturally rest as well as well as meeting the need of processing the information because that's what thinking is thinking is as much about creating as it is about as unpacking or unpicking which are two different processes and depths of thinking there so it's about Uh, really keeping, uh, not on top of, but making sure that we only take in that which is needed uh, to meet our needs and then just not picking up the stuff that we don't need or um, let's use the wank word, I don't love it, I'm going to come up with something else when it fits, Um, but letting go or disposing of or uh, removing or retiring. I love the word retiring because that means that it once did a thing and now it's no longer needed or it's um, past its use by date so we're going to retire it. So let's just say um, in place of letting it go so when we process information whether we unpick it which is just a surface level 
um, processing, uh, thinking process, which is, by the way, where we where a lot of our we can actually get have a lot of our success when we do it um, um, picking across our days um, or unpacking when we need to dive in. We've identified something that we need to dive in and pull apart um, to construct in a new form. That is what we have a tendency to do now. I'm suggesting that we slow or reduce that or shift how many things we unpack to move it more to uh, increase the frequency of unpicking uh, as well as then what we do with that information, the sense that we make. And so then by the sense, I mean what we're going to take forward with us and how it will keep us informed and keep us moving forward in our surviving and thriving, as well as what gets retired and retiring these things um, on a daily basis. So there's two things that just came to mind then. When we don't do this, I'm thinking of a... a a PC process I haven't uh, I haven't had a, a PC uh, for many many years uh, my husband calls me an eye wanker I'm an Apple person you can hold that against me you're welcome and uh, and I haven't had to do this particular process but when I had a PC before my first Apple I had to defrag Every so often I had to defrag. Yes, now, now I'm actually thinking about there is time where I do need to declutter some of the things in the old memory from time to time. But it's a different process where you had to defrag were all these things that were just, just slowed, just weighed down the processing speed and capacity. So uh, this is the same process. By doing this uh, each day iteratively uh, and moving forward by taking, by looking back just enough to get what we need to move forward to the next day. When we do that, and I'm kind of doing a uh, kind of a moving forward of a spiral uh, kind of a movement on my desk that you can't see because if you could, that would be weird. What happens there is that we are processing in our real life in real time, which means that we are more present uh, and we can also look further into the future. All these things that we talk about but are not yet achieving, one of those things that we are, that is stunting, stalling and stopping us from doing this are the words that we use. So that was a lot. <laughs> I get that. Uh, so I'm just going to leave that idea there uh, and wrap it up with a, a, a common saying or we might not hear it or you definitely, probably, absolutely have likely misinterpreted this. Fancy that, a famous quote being misinterpreted uh, and meaning lost in translation over time. And so to die a little death every day. <laughs> common uh, understanding of this is that as soon as we are born we start dying you can look at that and then people then go down the path of um, layering in things like glass half full glass half empty I'm going to come back to the whole glass metaphor um, another day 
because uh, I have a, another hypothesis to pair with that. Uh, however, to die a little death every day, it's actually around the idea of when we learn something that we once knew as true, that there has to die a little so that we can have that new learning so that we can know something to be true now and that is that process that I was talking about that we walk in we wake up into each day knowing what we know and then as we grow across the day we have to retire and we have to put things out into that compost heat that collective compost heat that then creates that energy that feeds uh, us to be able to take in new information and continually build on these foundations these structures these frameworks these bodies of knowledge that we click collect and connect across our days so that's what that is. Looking forward to dying a little death every day means that you are learning, means that you are growing, means that you are adapting. And that all relates to uh, one view of intelligence, which is the ability uh, and capacity to adapt to one's environment. And that all connects to our ability to survive and thrive. So no, in there, I don't think they put that a lot in there ability and capacity so so many people are able to do a lot of things um, as in that they are competent however they don't have the energy uh, or the time or the resourceness resourcefulness uh, to achieve it so that means they don't have the capacity to do that so this is where I'm bringing in the love of thinking and by positioning and prioritizing and posing that thinking become a part of our days to get better outcomes with uh, and to be economical in our energy use across our day. So that means we uh, and can move from, again, I'm going to put another idea. I'll just write this down. Uh, talk amongst yourself while I do that. To bring the idea of, some people may bring in the idea of uh, having boundaries so that you can protect your energy. Uh, I, I will unpack this in one whole conversation uh, and then litter it for later on. But I am going to go and say you can and it's important that maybe you start by boundaries that you protect and then I'm going to suggest there's another way or there's another evolution, um, another iteration, another uh, approach to another way it can work in that in, uh, you can move from protecting to selecting. You can select. Uh, so that means you really are have the energy and the awareness and the resources to select what you do, how you do it, what you let in, what you let go, what you let go right past you, never touch you, all of these things. It does require a level of consciousness and energy in our consciousness and wording ways to uh, get from the point of being very labor intensive very high energy at the start it is very high energy um, so that means that that's when we have increased our resourcefulness by having an orbit of aligned people at the time and it's also but it can also 
when you get to a certain point and you realize you're doing it and you catch yourself doing it without uh with little thought um and then with doing it to little to no thought that's where you get to that point where it's gone from pain to pleasure and it's gone into that point where it's really enjoyable and you look forward to it and you're aware of what you're doing and by being aware you can do it even uh stronger even easier um, and more purposeful So again, those are a couple of random thoughts and topics which are all tied and tethered together uh, with uh, common themes. And one of the reasons why I went, oh, I'm going to do episode two uh, today, you may notice this will come in uh, random releases. I did think about the timing and when I would share episodes and I've never uh, loved and wanted to conform to the idea of clockwork and that it's always a timing that is uh, regular. <laughs> so, or that regular means that it's the same time each day or the same time each week. What I would like to build the idea of what regular and consistent can be that you can know that when a behavior or a thought or something comes to mind or a feeling and sensation in my case when a thought is cooked enough to share then I will share an episode and the time and date is the uh, seemingly inconsistent however the process is consistent and regular for this human this aligns more with how we actually do things and This is how it aligns with how our minds actually work. When we walk away from something, then it gives it time to breathe and to have room to move. And then that's when those wonderful connections are connected. And then it takes a moment and effort and energy to translate that uh, connection into uh, how it can be communicated and communicable so that you can click, collect and connect. So that's how I, I uh, say I will be my hu- best humaning self here in my consistent and uh, regular, which is when a thought is uh, cooked uh, enough that it is communicable uh, and can be communicated clearly, then I will share that. And so that means it's kind to your mind and also models that experience that you will experience with your increasing awareness of how random is not so random in our minds and uh, that you can leverage and learn from this knowing that something is random or seemingly random to what you understand random now is when you learn that it's actually not that you're like oh okay I need I haven't got all the information that I need or no, this, I need to walk away and give this t- um, room to breathe. This is that behavior of uh, where people say, uh, give it time. Well, this is giving it time. Uh, and this is also that behavior of you're too close. This is that separating from it. This is the process of thinking and building our experience and examples uh, and evidence to support that 
we don't won't have to say those words uh, we won't have to say um, and get stuck and in a rut. Instead, we'll go, actually, it's not ready yet. Or I may need more information and I know that I can go and do that now. Or actually, no, I'm going to put that down and pick this up and trust that that will come uh, back into a priority, back into front of mind when I've got information that I need. By doing this, your mind will be able to be more efficient in how it prioritizes and positions those things within your pondering pond uh, and you build evidence into your a conscious awareness your front of mind that oh if you walk away from that thing actually you got a stronger outcome or you got what you needed and in the past you did that and you pushed through and you got it done But then by doing it in this approach, you actually found that you got there easier, you had more energy and the outcome was stronger because you had enough energy at the time that that connection was made or that information come into your awareness. And so this is just about freeing up uh, some energy by releasing some old expectation. Just excuse me while I have a drink. Okay, so we have some ideas around how we can bring and leverage our seemingly randomness to build examples and uh, evidence into our world that thinking and how we can think and how we can die that wonderful little death every day so that we can grow in what we know and continue to move forward to what we want, assuming you know what you want. Okay. I can come back to that another day. So <laughs> this is the joy of thinking a thought because that's what we're here for, to, for the love of thinking. Uh, I was cutting my toenails this morning <laughs> and I, I was just like, what is the purpose of toenails? At the start of this conversation, I don't think I actually finished off the whole why part. Um, why, when you ask why, that's why okay why I'll make sure I write that down so that I finish this thought when you ask why you get many if you use the diverge and converge information processing model where you are diverging you're taking in you're expanding something and then converge where you are then funneling it down into a fine point Why is that that first phase? It's where you can have unlimited, endless uh, answers to a specific thing when you ask why. The very meaning, the meaning of the definition of why is for what purpose. Now, if you ask for what purpose or what's the purpose of that? So if you ask that particular frame in however that form of that question comes out, then you'll be able to have one or maybe two, which makes it more tangible, more practical, uh, because you are, have a smaller focal point. A, 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 you have at least one or two points that you can um, push off from. So, then uh, I'll put this into the example of toenails. Uh, and when I'm thinking of this, as I'm growing the idea of the humaning project, I'm being really, uh, some would say cautious, but I'm saying um, slow and deliberate in how I'm 
stepping out each step into bringing this uh, idea, this concept into the world uh, that so that I, I feel confident and competent in each part that is pieced together and ensuring that uh, it is strong enough for the step that needs to be taken as well as it's got enough flexibility in a sound structure so that it can move uh, and grow with what we know because I don't know all the things about it. I just know that this is something that I've been working toward for a very, very long time, which is bringing together uh, multiple disciplines uh, so that we can uh, consolidate the collective knowledge into something that's really close to being practical and uh, really translate the wonder that we have in science as well as to... Uh, collect and bring in and personalize that knowledge with our own experience, our own evidence and our own experiments so that we are really in the driving seat of our days and our ways. So I was looking at my toenails. <laughs> it's a bit of an effort. I'm over six foot, so I don't love cutting my toenails. And that was probably the the initial question for the why. Like, uh What's the purpose of toenails? So, of course, because I ask a question, when you ask a question, you cannot not answer it. So that's a great way of coming up, getting started, is to ask a question. So I'm like, what's the, what's the purpose of toenails? Because they just seem <laughs> inconvenient. Uh, and then I'm very focused in the humaning project on... The, one of the founding tenets that everything that we do is meeting a need. It's meeting a, uh, a, a human need. And by human need, it's both connecting to surviving and thriving. So where in the heck do we get the, the need for toenails? Because, of course, you've got animals who have claws or talons that are used to grip things, that are used to dig things, but we don't use them for that purpose. And I'm just, again, I mean, they're, they're pretty when you paint them and stuff, but again, I'm short-sighted, so I can't really see that far because it's a long way from the eyeballs. Uh, and I don't have the best looking toes. They look like a, a weird collection of random small child's fingers. Anyway, there's an image for you. So I'm like, what is the purpose of toenails? And this is the beauty of pondering a point that has no point, that is pointless. Uh, and the bliss that can be achieved in answering an answer that may or may not be uh, true. <laughs> so I'm like, I came up with that they are windows because one of the things that we do is that we use our nails as uh, as a point that we can detect our circulation. And so it's kind of like a, a, a window to our circulation, what's happening under the skin. And I settled on that answer because it was just something that giggled enough, it satisfied it enough, and I didn't really need to think about it any further. And I just love that I haven't gone down and... 
uh, going to research it any further. And I'm super happy with just that toenails are the windows to our feet. And fingers, obviously, fingernails, you know what I mean? Do the, do the thinking there. So this is a really good example of... I could have come up with many answers if I'd asked why, but instead, <laughs> while I was there trimming the old nails, I said, "For what pur- what purpose? Are, for what purpose are toenails? Do we have toenails? They're the windows so that we can detect circulation, which is connected to and important to the survival of our limbs and our internal health. That's it. Whether that is true or not." I'm okay. It's not necessary to know any further than that. If it's not true and I've just made a absolute uh, scientific breakthrough, you're welcome. <laughs> there truly is a bliss in a pointless ponder. Anywho, that's enough thinking thought and thunk and shared in this way. I hope that there is something that you can click, collect and connect for your day. Bye.